0: One thing I know is that the church sometimes send uh, mixed messages or if it's not being sent, somehow we're getting mixed messages about singleness in the church. I know in dialoguing with you, my empathy has grown tremendously. Singles are being told how they should feel. And sometimes it could just be perplexing. Like, what would you
1: say or what would
0: you how would you speak into that space? Um,
1: I think for me, the way that I've come to terms with that is realizing that I just feel called to live out authentically. Both the joy and the grief and the purpose of singleness And not have to just be one or the other
0: Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins
2: Here we seek to inspire and equip couples and families To go about their relationship with God and each other in in a a more more excellent way. way Yeah, so that's what we're doing today. We are talking about singleness in the church. We're glad to have our friend Debbie Pridemore here with us.
1: Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm here.
2: Yes, you are, man. Debbie, we thank you seriously for sharing a part of your journey. That's what we're trying to do um, kind of in this season of A More Excellent Way is capture stories from people in the community that help show relationship in all of its facets. Um, I know a lot of the times we talk about marriage on here, but you know what? Everybody exists within relationship, mm-hmm. and we need to learn how to, and, and is is not the only relationship that God created right. to exalt his kingdom.
1: Yes, that um, is good.
2: Yeah. yeah, totally. And I think singleness is a season that sometimes we don't honor well. Mm. Um, in different ways. Mm -hmm. And and we can just make it about getting to a certain place. And that's not really fair because there are many great things that God does with us while we're in different stages of life Mm -hmm. and seasons of life. And so I I hope in today, you know, Debbie's going to really do, I think justice has been great to be a friend and watch her as she attunes to both sides of this journey. Mm -hmm. And so Debbie, I guess I want to kind of kick it to you. That's a big thing for you in talking about attuning to both sides or all aspects of what it means to be a single. Mm-hmm. So kind of how you want to set that up and kind of start sharing with us just where you are on that journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think in conversations about this, it can be pretty confusing both for people currently in the journey of singleness and for people coming from the other side of it, right? Mm-hmm. Who um, maybe have been married for a while and it can be really confusing. There's, there tends to be kind of two camps on it, right? Okay. Where it, either you should be content in your singleness and if you struggle, if that's hard, mm-hmm. that means that you're not trusting God, mm-hmm, right? It means that mm-hmm. something's wrong. And the the other side of it is, oh, you should desire to be married like that's God's ultimate for your life. And so you need to really be seeking that and praying for that and, and warring for that, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not, then there's something wrong. And so it singles tend to get both messages and it right. can be really confusing. And I see that happening to a lot of my single friends and just people I've walked with. In this season where it is so confusing and where a lot of times we feel like either way you choose, you're wrong.
0: Like right. somebody's criticizing you, somebody's <laughs>
1: judging you. Yeah. It seems so, so polarizing
0: yes, and yes. you know, where do I land with it? You know, if right. I have the desire, if I am not yet married or mm-hmm. if I desire to even not be married, I guess that's a whole nother yeah, thing too, absolutely. but yes. you know, yeah, I do um, have friends that yeah. say,
1: you know, that I just don't think that's for me mm-hmm. and, and that's okay.
2: That's right. And I even think what I like about where you are, um, that you've done well is that you also, so when we talk about tuning to both of those sides and the different arguments, like just embrace your singleness or, you know, that you also do well at embracing both parts of the story for you mm-hmm. in celebrating and embracing the season of life and the joys and the blessings in it. But then also you also will are, are very vulnerable and willing to talk about like sometimes I guess the disappointment or the sadness or, yeah, can, yeah. Yeah, can you kind of speak absolutely. to how you come to this place of embracing both at the same time?
1: Yeah. Well, it has been a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that just happened overnight, okay. right? Like, thank it's, you. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a long journey, I think. And I think in my younger years, it was just something that I assumed would happen. Right like it would just happen gotcha. naturally just kind of that traditional path that you see where maybe in college shortly after college or in my early 20s that would just happen you know i would meet somebody right. and it would be clear and mm, you know, it would be clear it would be clear <laughs> <laughs> right that would be the path for my life and mm-hmm. and so i think earlier on it wasn't it wasn't as hard because you still have that expectation so there right. wasn't as much of the grief yet it was just more kind of like exciting like oh, what's out there, what to, what's to come. Uh, look mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So as the
1: numbers are... Increasing. Increasing. Yes, you can say that. <laughs> you can say that. Thank
0: you.
2: Yeah, Yo, I wish you could have seen that attuned moment between these two ladies. Nicola's giving the eye, can, like, can I say it this way? And Debbie's reading word. the message, like, know. you can say it that yes. way.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's one thing to be like desiring or this place of hopefulness, right? Yeah. I guess, if I could use that term, at 20, 21, yes. 22. But yes. now it's like 30. Okay. <laughs> well, now I'm still, you know, I'm pretty, you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. And then it's like,
1: Going uh-huh. up further, it's yes. like okay, uh huh. Yeah. All right, this is a different space. It's absolutely because now it's not only is it wow, well, this is taking a lot longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of mixed feelings because now I'm in a space where I'm really invested in my calling and in my career, oh. and I have like big dreams of things that yes. I feel like God has called me to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Now, Mm -hmm. even if I had a relationship, how does that fit into Mm -hmm. my path? What's going on now? Yes. Yes. And that's so those mixed feelings start to come in. And also just this sense of it's not only also just kind of the timing of it, but also for family. You know, the older you get, Mm -hmm. then, you know, the chances of having children decrease. And okay, so yeah. mm-hmm. it's, that's just another layer of just the mixed feelings around it of this mm. kind of this fish and pull of, yes, this is a wonderful thing. And at the same time, now I'm considering all these other aspects of it too. Both. I, I love my singleness and I'm also grieving some things at the same time.
0: Right. Just so. like a loss of the sense of, you know, as you're saying, you know, your body ages, things uh-huh. in your body yeah. change right. as far as you're talking about to produce children or, yes. Yes, you know, to have through children. marriage and mm-hmm. things like that. So once here's, here's this shifting happening, like how do I, I don't know, like what grieve, like what mm-hmm. feels like a loss. But at the same yes. time, rejoice or mm-hmm. in a sense, be glad or you're, you're even satisfied with where you currently are yes. in life and yeah. not having to do out <laughs> both parts of yourself, <laughs> right. you know, yes, yes. because it is a yeah. given, you yes. know, in considering of someone else. And then if there's little people, then considering that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, I think it's like what Paul talks about um, as well, you know, yes. it's like when you're married, you have to consider these the earthly creatures of your family. Family, right? Yes. Your wife. And and whereas when you're single, you're only, or your primary, I guess when you're married too, your primary responsibility is to the Lord, but there's just less earthly responsibilities to have to consider in terms of your ability to really go after the kingdom in certain ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: to serve the kingdom in certain ways. I could, Mm -hmm. if God told me today, Debbie, I want you to pack up and move to Morocco. I could. You could. No consult. Ain't no no consulting nobody. (laughs)
0: Like mom and dad. I see you later. That's right. (laughs) But here, if I hear that, I'm like, Is that really from the Lord, James? Are you hearing the same thing? And then, (laughs) kids, how are you feeling about this? Yes, Yes. Yes. it's going to take a lot longer.
2: Yeah, and I think Mm -hmm. one thing I want to give in that that I think that's the healthy part for you, Debbie, and I hope that singles can hear is you're embracing the whole journey, and that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're doing a really good job. And what I'm even hearing you say in that is God is the foundation of giving you like security in this invalidation.
1: Absolutely. Like you
2: keep going back to him because you hear messages from outside of you. Mm -hmm. And then you have these warring messages going on inside of you. Yes, Yes.
1: absolutely. It, that really is. I, I've had to really be intentional about walking that part of the journey. Because there are so many warring messages from outside saying either you should be totally fine and not upset about this or you should be really focused on this and trying to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean about who you are if you're not married and your place in the church, your place in the kingdom, Mm. your ability to lead, all kinds of things that people associate with singleness and and being a single woman too, that the gender comes in there too.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so really, it really has been such a key part of the journey to be able to stay focused on what is Jesus saying about this?
2: Yeah. I like that. That actually just made me think like, yep, we got to get a single guy on the radio. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Cause because we put,
2: cause I just, I didn't even, I mean, that's just what society you, does. The does. pressure's on the lady. If you're single, what's going on with you? What's wrong? Right. You? you know, that kind of thing yeah. for guys. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're climbing the career ladder. Right. I totally get it. You know, like, yeah, yes. there is a, there's a little bit of a bias there and is. I want to correct one part of what I even said that it's not even a warring message really inside of you. They don't have to be in conflict. The mm-hmm. conflict comes when we just can't really, when we can't settle with both of them yes. and Embrace both at the same time.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's particularly in the last few years, I have really realized that that is what has been happening for me is that I've been saying either I can feel sad about this or I can feel happy about this. I can't feel both. Mm. Mm. I I just didn't know that I could. Whoa, could feel Feel both both at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I felt guilty if for not feeling one or the other right? at yeah. different different seasons, and so being able to say, you know, I both love my singleness and the opportunities it gives me, and the freedoms it gives me, and the intimacy with Christ that it gives me, because mm-hmm. I'm having to go to Him for so many more of my emotional needs than maybe mm-hmm. I would if I were in closer contact with a spouse. I don't know that might be different, but but you know it, and it provides the space and the opportunity. For for me to do that mm-hmm. where I can I can spend an hour in the morning in mm-hmm. prayer reading my bible without anyone else needing anything mm-hmm. from me Yes, <laughs> Nicola's face yes. is like, yes, that sounds so amazing.
2: <laughs> and I want to catch that. That was a good teaching point. I think we like to catch those practical points when they happen. Even if you're in your singleness right now, what Debbie just, there's a couple things she said. One is she's learning like this sense of emotional intelligence right now. It's not like she has to learn what it means to be in a relationship only if she is married. If you're
0: married. She's right. doing
2: that right, right now, now between her and God and mm-hmm. even within herself, which will set her up that if God does do this, she'll be in an even better place. Um, that was that, that one part. Yeah. But then even too, when I heard you talking about your career and calling, I think sometimes the message I've heard given to people is it's almost like singleness is like everything in your life is on hold until oh, you take yeah. care of your relationship status, right? which really right. sucks because what I, what I love what you're doing is I believe that if God does this as you're going, he's going to show you the person that you are compatible with, right? like your ministries and callings will line up mm-hmm. versus if you just checked out of and wasn't really worried about what God was calling you to do or his kingdom purpose for you. And all you were doing was worried about singleness. Then all of a sudden you meet someone, you don't really know if you two or two are kind of like matched up in ministry or calling. And right. I mean, you can't never mm-hmm. really perfectly know, Sure. but right, right yeah. now it's like, Hey, you know, like this is something God's put into my heart. Mm-hmm. When that guy comes in, it's not just, do I like you or do you like me? But then it's, Hey, how do you jive with this? Right.
1: Right. right. Absolutely. Right. Coming in to support. And yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. Which is a little bit more of a complication than when you get married single. I mean, not single, like everyone, everyone hopefully married Mary single.
2: single. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: then, oh, married yeah. younger. Yeah. Is that the the younger you are, the less defined that calling is. Right. And in so there's ways, more yeah. room mm-hmm. for there to be like growth together in that. Versus... That has its own level of complication, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> I'm sure,
0: yes, yes. Can y'all feel in any
2: way? Nicole is still working. Us and, uh, but it hey, is good. But it's you,
0: both. I can have both. Remember we talk about... Can I, I just
2: want to jump in. The reason why we love having this conversation even with Debbie, we have other friends in our life, mm-hmm. is we love having them near us because it makes us think about our lives. And it's like, like even just this week, you were you know doing a training whatever. And it's like, man, that is so cool. God's put this thing in Debbie's heart and she's just going after it. And it's like... And Nicole's like, yeah, that's good. She can do that. She can
0: do that. (laughs) She can do that. And if I were her...
2: Yeah, yes. you do. It too. But oh, I yeah. think also we need yeah. to remember, even in married life, like there are some things you can still embrace about that in certain yes. ways. Like just yes. that, you know what? Yeah, we got all this going on, but let's just do something. Let's be adventurous. And so I don't know. It's uh-huh. just, it's been a blessing or even another part. I know this is uh, a Debbie is you're, you're so good with kids, you know, uh-huh. too. I know that sound, I don't know why that's hit me now. Like single people know how to relate.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They right, do, right.
2: you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and what I love about that is even in this journey, you just mentioned like even just Sometimes feeling that little bit of like is a little bit of almost grief as I, as mm-hmm. as we say, the numbers increase. That's how we said it.
1: Yes, the numbers, <laughs> increase. yes, yeah, like, the numbers are increasing. I
2: uh-huh. love how you give into families around you. Like, I've seen you with some of our friends' kids, and it's yeah. like their kids light up to like almost see like Aunt Debbie coming, uh-huh. and yeah. like, so you are not just out there floating nebulously either you're connected in community of friends and people and family systems. And I want to encourage people out there listening, like embrace the singles in your life. Like let them be not that they need you to give them a family in a way, but Mm -hmm. embrace them and, and allow them. I love having their voices, um, in, in light in our lives. So Mm -hmm. anyway, it's one to affirm that part. Yeah. 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 And also I think it's make sure you don't become a warring voice in their life. Going back to earlier again.
1: Award. What do you mean by that award?
2: Going back to what voice, what am I what message am I giving to the singles oh, in my okay. life about who they are, what their status is.
1: Sure, right. And well, even as
2: they talk about it, as I'm hearing you say, if they might say, like, you know, I'm embracing my singleness right now, but like, don't worry, you know and then I come back and I misattune to uh-huh. you I'm like, and I start pushing you towards marriage. <laughs> right. Or if you're saying like <laughs> I really want to be married. I really want to be married. And then I come in like, well, embrace your singleness. Right.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, like, like, uh, in simple ways. Right. Which I know that this, there's not like evil intent in this. Right. But so many times I hear with my married friends or acquaintances, like, uh, yeah, I'm single. I'm doing this. I'm like, Oh, or I say something about, you know, wishing, um, I had found a husband and, and they say something like, Oh my gosh, you don't, you know, you have, no idea how, how much I wish I could still do the things that you do. Uh-huh. And, oh, man, it's it's so hard. And, like, just really saying uh, basically, like, it's, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking yep. about, yep. right? Like, yep. if okay. you knew yep. what marriage is like, you yep. wouldn't want it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like, okay, well, that's yeah. been your experience. And I respect that, and I understand yeah. that there is hard things, but that's at the same time very invalidating to yep where that single person is at and their longings Mm. and their God-given desires to be in relationship with another person. And I think that's something that, you know, we, we talked about before is those desires are Mm. Mm God-given. Like, Mm -hmm. man, we so often shame the longing for a (laughs) spouse, even when we're married, Mm -hmm. right? Like even inside of marriage, we can shame the longing or intimacy with our spouse, right? Like, you should just be okay on your own. You shouldn't mm-hmm. need them that much. Mm-hmm. You're too needy. Uh-huh. You're too needy, yeah. right? Like, you should just be okay with you and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Your spouse mm-hmm. is just the icing on the cake, right? Oh, like, gosh. <laughs> and that's just not how God designed us. He designed us to need it's each other. To long and need each other. Yes.
2: I love that. That's amazing. I want to do one God. part because what we want to also do is give people practical things. So when you just said that, like that misattuned part, so I'm going to be spontaneous here. So even in that part, like where a single might express like, man, I wish I had found someone by now. Mm-hmm. Nicole, uh, you know, what would be the corrective like response there? The correct response in the tune response to a single that might express that. You want to go or you want me to go for it? Oh, oh.
1: I'm
0: like uh, <laughs> impromptu. Was, OK, so you're saying that if the single say to me, I wish that I have a spouse.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You right know, now? it's like we might be like me and you are talking about like we're going to go do this thing. We're going to this and that and that. And Debbie's like, man, I love watching, seeing you and James and stuff. But I wish I had found someone by now.
0: Yeah. Mm, girl, I get it. You know, I understand. I don't know. I think I kind of get stuck with words sometimes, okay. but I definitely would want to. lean. Let me tell you what I would want to do. Can I do? Go that? Go for it, yes, ma'am. I'll definitely want to lean into you. There you just go. that sense of even giving, giving a hug. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, Empathy. Yeah.
0: Sometimes it's in my look. So maybe yeah. a tilt yep. to the head yeah. and a that almost head shake. want to cry even as you say that
1: right <laughs> now. Like, oh, God, that feels so good. See, exactly.
2: It's not always words. So, you, yeah. you did. It. You did it right there. That was right, Nicola. Okay. That was good. It is literally just that. It's like sometimes we. This, this is just a lesson. Not even just singleness. This is mm-hmm. life. When somebody can express hardship, there might be something theoretically or conceptually, maybe that's off. But at that moment, what they need you to do is come alongside them. Mm-hmm. And so like what Nicola was just modeled there was, Oh, I might've been talking about my good thing or whatever. And then you shared that. And I see this like, cause what Nicola, your, your instinct was, I see, I hear sadness I and do. I'm going to toward lean towards yeah, sadness.
0: So yeah. I'm like, give a <laughs> hug or like, come you could go hiking with us do and us. then we'll even with <laughs> <yes, laughs> like, yes, yeah, yes.
2: and then even what debbie expressed mm-hmm. there was she she received nicola's attunement it's like nicola mm-hmm. come came up under that emotional load and joined her mm-hmm. in it and it made debbie's body like thank you well that evoked more in me and it's mm-hmm. like it gives her body it gives her soul permission to be where it is right. and so you Which might you might actually then
1: alleviates the loneliness Mm-hmm. Right, and so this thing that I'm feeling so strongly, when Nicole is able to respond to my sadness, it doesn't feel so bad anymore. Yeah. There you go, exactly. There you go, make me cry. See,
2: and that's yeah. the point of this. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm, maybe this sounds like I'm doing the cheesy plug line, but that's the point. We want to learn how to do relationship with God and yeah. with each other in a more excellent way, and that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And so that just relieves some of that. It meets yes. that relational need of yeah. emotional attunement. Yeah, and
1: so can I speak to that with God too? Yes, yes. please do. How we do that with God? Yeah. Because so a lot of times we in, we bring into our relationship with God the shame that we've received from others, mm, and so yeah. in singleness, what that means is that we come into our relationship with God already feeling bad, either about the longing Mm. or the fear. Mm -hmm. We feel bad about longing for that connection with someone thinking, maybe this means there's something wrong with me. So I just have to try to move myself out of this in order to be in relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I feel bad about the fear, right? There's the fear of losing so many amazing things Mm -hmm. about my singleness. If I do move into relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah but there can be shame around that too. Well, I shouldn't be afraid. I should mm. just be able to trust. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what that tends to do when we approach God is then create a barrier there because I'm not yeah. willing to fully show my heart to him. Mm. Mm. I'm h- trying to hide, hide a part a of parts, myself. Yeah. Yes. And trying to not bring, mm-hmm. you know, there's that, that saying sometimes that we say of leave the, you know, I'm going to leave, leave the baggage at the door and mm-hmm. come to Jesus, Oh, girl. Well, that's not how it works. Like, Listen, bring all your baggage. Hebrews say, bring come,
0: the baggage. come bring with it all. Bring the baggage all. to Jesus. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Yes. Right, yes. And you know, the thing is that he says, he's Jesus was here. He said he's experienced, he's seen and experienced it all. There's nothing you can bring to me yes. that I won't be able to empathize right. with. Like, yes. he's a great high priest. So I think what you're saying, what I get you're saying is like, I can bring all of me. Yes. The desire to be married, the fear of losing my uh-huh. um, my sense of singleness and what yes. that means, uh-huh. just it's on both both sides, yeah. both sides. Yes. If I'm single, there there are these good, and then there are these you know maybe painful or, places yeah. or hard places. And I'm married, there are these good, and uh-huh. there can be these yes. hard places <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> right. And I can
1: bring the desire on either side yes. all to the Lord. Absolutely, it's absolutely such a beautiful. And what happens if we don't? then mm-hmm. is that we never allow Jesus to respond to our pain in those places and our fear and our longing and it can't be healed, yes. right? If we don't bring it to him, we, we can't heal it. We have to bring it to him in order to allow him to heal it mm. right? in mm-hmm. order to allow him to meet us there. Just like what mm-hmm. happened with me and you, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Like I yeah. can say, Oh, this, this kind of hurts. And you can say, I get that. Can I be with you there? Yeah. And when we can do that with Jesus, instead of hiding that pain, mm-hmm. He can respond to our pain and it changes it. That's it changes beautiful. us. It does. It gives us a sense of safety and security then to move out into the world mm-hmm. and into relationships mm-hmm. and into the scary parts, both of singleness and marriage.
0: Right. You know, as you're talking to I'll do what James just said. Like, would you want to come back to me share anything about your singleness from the response that we encountered? Mm-hmm. Would you want to share anything about your singleness to me again by my response? Yes, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? It's yes. just that when you, you know, even with the Lord, because we know if I bring all myself to him, he will respond to me. Mm-hmm. I can keep coming back again. Yeah. And it, when our human likeness, when I bring myself to this person, they responded well to me in my pain and my desire in my longs and in my fear that's another safe place that I can go to you know and it's just amazing like what you're saying you know can we create these safe places for our singles mm-hmm. to be able to th- I can bring all these parts of myself yeah. and where I'm, I currently am in, yes. in life where I'm currently journeying mm-hmm. can I bring that to the table can I bring that to you as well
2: that's mm-hmm. good and I think the, out, the teaching out we've done a, sh- a podcast episode on this before but we'll say it again what you just did and you've Summarize with Debbie is like an ARE type response, mm-hmm. being a se- accessible, responsive to someone and emotionally engaged. That's the key. Those are the three key elements of, of, a, of a bonding moment and definitely of a healthy com- of, of healthy connection. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you gave to Debbie is I'm accessible to you mm-hmm. as a friend. Yeah. Um, no matter what your, your relationship status or stage is right now. Mm-hmm. And when I see something happening in you, even if you're not ex- directly expressing the need, you showed it to me in some way. Right. And I'm going to respond to it, and not just respond to it. I'm going to be emotionally engaged. In other words, you know, one of our favorite quotes from a trainer is, uh, I'm going to lend you my limbic system.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: your, sa- your sadness came online and needed a response. I'm going to lend you my limbic system. I'm going to let my body feel your sadness with yeah, you. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's something else that I think that same person says is that I'm not afraid of the pain because the pain is where people need to be loved the most. mm.
0: mm.
2: Come on now. I'm
0: not afraid of the Come pain on. because the pain is where people need to be loved the most.
1: Yep.
2: Y'all can hit us up on social media and say, <laughs> you need to have Debbie back in the third chair on this podcast. more are awesome. She's, I'm just over here writing all these dimes down. She's dropping right now. That's good. Oh, yeah, wow. that's right. Yeah. Oh, good. man. So, yeah. There have been many excellent points so far along the way. I don't even know what to say is an excellent point. I want to encourage mm-hmm. you though. If you, as you, I think, an excellent point. I would say right now we've said so many good things. But Debbie and Nicole, y'all could be thinking of a good point. Like maybe for you, Debbie, be mm-hmm. thinking about the single that's listening to this right now. What's that line or statement that maybe you would say to them? Mm-hmm. But what I'm, I would encourage you to do is, if you're single listening to this, we'd love to hear from you. And maybe you need to share this with a, a pastor at your church or share this with your community or friends that you're with. Maybe you are someone who's married or whatever and you just this this touch you hopefully maybe it's a parent and you have a child that's single and this hopefully helps you come alongside them in their journey mm-hmm. and just helps you maybe you so a part of this hits you and you're like oh I need to go give a better message and not be a warring voice for my for my friend who's single right now I need to come alongside them and be accessible responsive and emotionally engaged mm-hmm. with them but Nicola Debbie well Nicola you first we'll let okay. Debbie close it out is there are there, is there a point for you to
0: Um, I think throughout the conversation is a sense of, you know, being authentic with my own longing and and, and desires, the fear and the the hope, like Mm -hmm. they can both dwell in the same places. And um, not only just that, but that sense of being authentic with those things towards God and that he can receive us there. And not only that, that we can you know, once we find that one, at least that one safe person Mm -hmm. as being a single, like we can share those parts um, of ourselves with them. And so there can be some sense of safety to, I don't know, uh, journey through what it means to be, be single. I think I'm encouraged by you, uh, Debbie, you've um, definitely opened my eyes and my heart on just having that space of empathy
1: and to think on the both sides, Mm -hmm. you know? So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. I think for me, it would be similar Is I think the most important thing on my journey of singleness has been to really allow myself to feel everything I feel authentically and both the joy, the good things, the, the fear, the pain and the purpose of singleness and bring that to the people in my life who care about me. And mm. to God, and to not have to hide those parts of myself, which makes that journey uh, so much more abundant, mm. so much full.
2: Yeah. So full. Thank mm. you. Thank you so much. We appreciate yeah, you. We appreciate you. all of you. Yeah.
0: We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at a more excel way and check out our website at a more excellent wayrelationship.com
1: Visit klrc.com to learn more about the more excellent way